This is the Business English Podcast, episode 148. Is the job still open? How to know if a job listing is current. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Feeling good. What's going on, Michelle? What's shaking? What's shaking, Lindsay? Uh, Yeah, everything's good over here. I'm excited to be recording today. Today, we're going to be talking about something very, very interesting that I hadn't really thought about before, but I found this great article and I was like, this is important for our listeners to know about. So, Mm. Lindsay, the question for you is, do you think all job listings on job sites are real or do you think some of them are not actually available? So I have to ask a follow-up question. Do you mean that they're completely fake, like a phishing scheme or something? Or if they oh. are just, they're in the process of hiring and maybe uh, they're further along by the time you find the Correct. Listing. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't think this is really about like a, we're not really talking so much about schemes here. Or schemes we're more or talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. um, more so just like if they are actually jobs that are available currently. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I think that, well, it happens a lot, right? That companies will post something and maybe they have to delay hiring or maybe they are in the process of hiring. Maybe they've already found someone and they didn't take down the job, right? That could happen for sure. Yes, exactly. So this is something really important for you guys to know about as you apply for jobs that, you know, there, there may be times when you don't want to hear back from a job, maybe it wasn't because of you. Maybe they weren't even looking like at that time. So, so we want to kind of talk about this article that, um, and we're going to give opinions about this frustrating situation. Um, but before we get into that, Lindsay, what do we want to tell our listeners? Okay, guys, we have another podcast. If you only listen to business English, you are missing out on something (laughs) truly awesome. (laughs) So go to your search bar right now, type in all ears, English podcast, you will find the yellow with it's me and Michelle on the cover that one publishes four days a week. All right. So if you want more stuff from our team focused on daily life English, then go over there and hit follow on that one as well as this one. Perfect. All right. So um, the article is from HuffPost.com and it is, is the job you're applying for a ghost listing? A ghost listing. Here's how to spot one. These kinds of job postings are for roles that aren't open and will end up wasting your time. So this is June 27th, 2023 by Monica Torres. So 
Very, that definitely intrigued me. And I thought this yes. is super, super important, guys. So, but before we get into it, we, we want to let you know that we have a great episode. Episode 98 of the Business English Podcast is how to find a job when you have a job. So that was a good one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Go, guys, go and check that one out. Just scroll down in your podcast listener app and you will find Business English 98. That one should be easy to find. Yes. Right? Yes. All right. So what are some clues? So based on the article, we're going to let you guys know what we found in the article. And then obviously, we're going to expand at our own ideas and add our opinions and commentary here. Okay, exactly. Something important. Yeah. yeah. So so a ghost listing is a listing that isn't real, like a ghost, right? (laughs) Um, So maybe like Lindsay said, maybe the job has been taken. Maybe they hired someone internally, right? That happens a lot, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, but the job is still up online. How frustrating. So you're looking at these jobs and spending time applying to some things that, you know, it's never it's never going to happen. <laughs> so, I mean, I think this can also happen with real estate, right? Like you're looking for something and it's up and maybe it doesn't actually exist or it's been taken already or something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's sometimes it can be good to use... Uh, <clears throat> companies like Upwork, you know, yeah. we hire sometimes on Upwork and they get as an employer, they give you a rating of the percentage of job posts that you actually hire someone from. Oh, yeah. I think our rating is like 65% because we don't always end up hiring someone. Like sometimes we just don't find someone we want or the, the project changes. Yeah. Or, like, right. And so that's just kind of reality. So, yeah. if, or, or on the real estate side, I don't know how much it happens in real estate. It might, but if you're in a platform like a Redfin, uh, mm-hmm. there's a few mm-hmm. others. I would think that those platforms do try to clean their listings and make sure stuff is current. Could happen also with commercial real estate, though. Like, mm. uh, yeah, that that could be another thing that happens. You don't know. Maybe someone else is moving yeah. into a spot or whatever it may yeah. be. So, mm-hmm. um, but we're going to talk about this today, about our thoughts and opinions and job listings, all that good stuff. Love it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Michelle, so what are, so from the article, what are some of the clues that we can look for if we are job searching and we want to make sure we don't kind of end up spending our time applying to these ghost jobs? Yeah. So, okay. So the article mentions that if the, you have to look about, look at how long this job has been online. So it talks about trying to look for newer jobs that you really like not much longer than two weeks um, would be the ideal. Um, I mean, it's not that would never happen, but it might be your clue that, okay, maybe like if you see a job that's four months old, mm, like, you know, I I have a feeling that one is filled. Maybe not though. So you never know, but these are just some clues that it could be. Yeah. But the tricky part here though, just to add some commentary is the company doesn't have to, 
add that on their website. Yeah. So, you know, we have a job list right now uh, on our company website um, to have in a former IELTS examiner get involved with some of our grading stuff. Another IELTS examiner. We didn't have to write a job, a, a date of the, mm. the posting, right? It doesn't automatically so, put anything in or... Well, we write our own web page, right? We write whatever we want. The content oh, it's on the on page. The all ears on English our website. Site. Oh, okay. Yes. You okay. Yes. So, okay. Well, we'll get that actually leads us into number two. Okay. <laughs> so another clue is like, sometimes you're searching on a job, you know, a job search engine, and maybe, you know, you see something posted there, but a clue that it's probably real is if it is also up on their site. So like Lindsay, yeah. you just said about the All Ears English site. Um, if yes. it's, if it's not on the All Ears English site, but you're seeing it on a job search engine might be a clue that it might not be available. What do you think? Yeah, I yeah, for sure. For sure. I think uh, there's more of a danger of this uh, happening with smaller companies, right? If you have like, if you're like, you know, if you are on a play website, you see Apple is hiring, it's unlikely that they're going to leave that up or make a mistake or just decide they don't need that person. A smaller company is more likely to say, Oh, we can fill this role with someone else for now. And in six months, we'll hire we've changed our mind, right? So the bigger the company, the less likely this is to happen is what you I would th say. You think show. so? I don't know if that's yes. I really I don't know uh I I feel like you could see stuff from I don't know in my job searches in the past I feel like there have been <laughs> things that have just like stayed on even from larger companies and um I don't maybe. know but maybe I don't know. yeah listen maybe guys both I think, we don't want to yeah. uh, sorry go ahead well, I, I think the the advice to use a platform like a ZipRecruiter type thing, right, is good because they re probably require a date, right? When mm. you do the listing, I'm guessing they require mm -hmm. a list. Like how long mm -hmm. has this job been online? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So guys, this is not to say don't ever apply to these things. We don't want to now take someone out of an opportunity where something is real. And then you think, oh, well, Lindsay and Michelle said it's not real. We don't want to do that. Um, but it's just things to keep in mind if this is kind of happening to you over and over. Um, and then it might, maybe I'm not sure, but something, yeah. to, something to think about. Um, so other tips that the article mentions is, you know, guys, a good thing to do is to have alerts for jobs um, that you are interested in so that you get them when they first come out. Um, yeah. And you, you know, right. Oh, I got this. And like apply quickly. Yeah. I mean, you can set up a Google alert for any phrase. Yep. Right. Yep. So like you could, I, I have one set up for my own name, right. Cause I want to know when I'm like, something's being written about me online, of course. Right. <laughs> we all should have that. Um, or for your company name, maybe your trademarks. Right. So go ahead and set up an alert for the type of job, you know, combinations like openings in engineering in Boston, mm -hmm. for example, mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, so, you know, and because I think the biggest thing is to when you see a job and it's new, you want to be <laughs> pretty early on in that application process because things get mm -hmm. moving. Um, mm -hmm. And another thing that they mentioned is uh, it's a good to apply for a job on a Sunday. Have you ever heard that? Interesting. Never heard that before. Why would that yeah. be? Because up into the inbox on a I would have thought it would be worse because then you you know everyone comes into their office on a Monday morning and has a pile I haven't got it's Tuesday morning and I still haven't read most of my Saturday emails right because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know do you agree with that I'm not sure what the logic is behind that well yeah I think that they're thinking that um 
if you apply on it. It, it, on, if you apply on a Sunday, yeah, that it's in the inbox on a Monday when somebody gets into work. But you're saying that's not necessarily a good thing. So I'm assuming people aren't buried in their inboxes. <laughs> I'm going to say that the best time to apply is as soon as you possibly can. Like how it like maybe yeah. it's better a Sunday than like a Friday because that'll be sooner on a Monday morning. You know, like it'll true, be true, 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 true. So so like if you're if you're thinking if you see a job on a Friday evening and you're like spending all day Saturday working on it and you send it, you know, Saturday afternoon, then maybe the Sunday night people might get their scene first. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would still say if it's just about getting and we could do a whole other episode, Michelle, not just around job applications, but the concept of getting found in a busy person's inbox. Mm. I would still say schedule that to send out on like Tuesday afternoon because by Tuesday, at least this is my impression, by Tuesday or Wednesday, we've hopefully been able to dig out of our emails from the weekend. <laughs> and now we're at the top of the inbox and seeing what comes in, you know, Interesting. yeah, that's, but you know, in bigger companies, you have a whole, you have a hiring whole management team. department, hiring team. So they're dedicated to hiring. So that's not going to be the case. It's when you're applying to like a small business, a small company, when someone who might be reading that application is quite stretched for time. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and now I think AI is starting to be used for, you know, job searches, uh, jo you know, Ooh. job applications a lot. And like, I've heard things where, you know, people, it's just like keywords that, you know, it's not even necessarily a real person right from the start. Like they're kind of, I don't know. Like I've the heard AI about is that. applying for the job or? No, 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 no. <laughs> like the AI is like, they're like, they have ways to search out, like to weed out job, job applications oh, using yeah. AI. I've heard of yeah. things like well, that. I'm not sure exactly how it works. Well, I think I think they were already doing that before ChatGTP yeah. came up. Like they have scanners, right, that they need to find certain keywords in resumes and guys, this goes into hiring. You want to talk to a career coach, a hiring coach. But I know that there are certain keywords that certain jobs need to find yeah. in the resume, otherwise right. your resume won't even get looked at. You know, they scan yes. for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. So, Lindsay, there are still times where if you think something is a ghost listing, um that you should, I mean, just kind of ignore that it's a ghost listening listing or you should definitely apply for it. I mean, not definitely, but you can decide. But they mentioned if it's a high turnover job, yes. right? So that might be a situation they mentioned where like, you know, people are going in and out of this job and you can sometimes just send in like a general application and they might be looking for to build up um, their, you know, their database of people who might fit the job for the next time. Oh, for sure. And that that's worth doing, you know, because companies might need to hire someone quickly in the future and then you'll be on a short list of people they want to reach out to. Especially if you're talking about contracting work or part-time work where you're not going to go and take another full-time job and be totally unavailable, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. And then the last thing they say is, you know, you can always ask, like reach out, call, ask if the job is still mm -hmm. available because this can open a door. So yeah. even if maybe the job isn't available, somehow you get introduced, you never know what's going to happen. I think the yeah. moral of the story is use your judgment. Don't, if you're not sure, I would still apply personally. What do you think, Lindsay? 
Yeah. I think you want to approach a uh, job application with a filter and look at the listing kind of holistically and think, okay, I don't see a date or the date's a little old. This is a little bit of a red flag, but this seems like a job that they hire for often. So think of it holistically. And then obviously it goes beyond just applying, right? It's trying to build like maybe connecting with a hiring manager or someone in the company on social media, building a relationship with them publishing something where you um, you tag that company to show values to start to build the relationships beyond just the application because most right. people get yep. they get hired they do more than just submit an application right yes. that's the first step yeah right yeah. yeah that's a really good point right we have to think of it as a big picture situation and it shouldn't only be that you're just you it, it you should be doing more than submit 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 you know oh gosh yeah because that's just way too easy. anything that's easy it's like easy come easy go right if it's, yeah. if it's easy to just hit submit apply then you're probably not going to get that job because you haven't yeah. done it enough to show how you're any different than everyone else who just hit submit. Yeah. 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 Very good. Very good. Lindsay. Yeah. That's a good point. So um, final thoughts. Uh, What do you think, Lindsay? Being organized is good, guys. And again, I think my final thought is what I just said. It's about so much more than submitting a resume and maybe a cover letter. That is just the bare, bare, bare minimum. And make sure you follow, this is a side point, but make sure you follow instructions. Like for the job that we just put out there, we've asked people to say something very specific in the subject line. And anyone that doesn't say that very specific thing doesn't get a a look at their resume. So there's going to be instructions that people are going to potentially bake in to the application instructions that you have to follow. That's your first test. Ah, very true. Yes, that's that's a good way to weed out people. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then always consider having different resumes and cover letters for specific kinds of jobs. So, you know, you don't always want to be sending the same thing out for every single yes. kind of job. So, but we can talk more about that another day. Maybe we can talk about how to, how to create these different ones and um, mm. how to look through. Yeah. But that's, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get some guests on the show too. That's what like I was thinking. We'll... That sounds like a resume expert uh, episode. Yeah. We'll look into that. See if we can get some resume experts some career coaches on the show. That'd be very cool. Love it. Yes. Cool. All right. Okay. Well, this was fun. All right. Well, I'll talk to you very soon. You have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.